Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So a couple of weeks ago, I had a really interesting conversation with one of my clients about reviews. And it sparked such an interesting conversation that I went back to my podcast schedule and shuffled things around for the next few weeks and thought I need to get an episode in here talking about reviews, because I think that this is such a big, important thing in our businesses, both for like ourselves and feedback and our marketing and sort of getting our brand awareness out there. So I thought this is definitely something I want to talk to you guys about today. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about why you need reviews, all the different sort of benefits that come from it, how to get more reviews. That's probably one of the most important things here. And also all the different types of reviews that you can get from your customers and share. And at the end, I also want to talk to you a little bit about the mindset around reviews, the fear of that one star review that can sometimes be there and just talk you through a couple of examples um, and how you can kind of deal with these situations if they come about. First of all, let's dive straight in and start talking about like why you need reviews. Why are they helpful in your business? So I think the number one thing really is that it's social proof. Like, you know, we as humans, we're always looking for, we're in groups, aren't we? We're in communities. Like, we like to see what other people are doing. We like to, that fear of missing out, you know, we want to make sure that everybody else is getting good things from the service or product that we might be buying. So we're always looking for some kind of social proof. And that's why really word of mouth recommendations are like one of the strongest sort of ways for us to get new clients. Because of course, if somebody we know, like our family members or our friends, like people we trust, if they're recommending a service to us, then nine times out of 10, that's what we'll probably choose to do. Also as well, of course, getting lots of reviews gives us more credibility as well. So over time, as we build up more reviews, our business is going to look more and more legitimate, more and more credible. And we've got lots of examples and like case studies of people we've worked with to help sort of, again, give that social proof and prove to other people like why we're the person for them, why we should come and work for them. Also as well, especially when you're working kind of in like a a service industry I guess like for example like the coaching world or in things like um, tutoring as well as another example of what I used to do. So in those situations a lot of the time you know the service that's being offered is is very similar if not nearly identical sometimes at least the outcome of it might be the aim of it. However people are buying into people so they want to, you know, they want to see, for example, that the other customers or clients who've been going to work with that coach, let's say, as an example, are similar to us, you know, similar to you. So, for example, like if I was looking for a virtual assistant, don't worry if my virtual assistants look listening to this episode, I'm not looking for a new one. <laughs> this is just an example for you. But if I was looking for a virtual assistant, now I know that I could go onto like different groups, different forums, and there would be hundreds of people to choose from, you know, I I could go into Instagram or LinkedIn and just search the job title virtual assistant and so many different things would come up. But in terms of social proof, like I would be to help me decide who I wanted to work with, I would be looking at their reviews just to see as well, not just to see all the nice things that people have said about them, but I'm also always curious to see like 
who is writing the reviews like is that somebody that I can relate to that person you know am I in a similar situation to them would I also then therefore benefit from you know the help of this VA the reviews themselves are not just about kind of you and your services but it's also about your customers being able to relate to the people themselves who are like giving the reviews like can they see themselves in that situation so that's always really important and powerful also another really important thing with reviews is that it gives you feedback ideally most most of the reviews that we get are, you know, five star, amazing, definitely go work with this person. But the truth is as well that there is sometimes going to be some constructive, hopefully, feedback fed into these reviews. Now, in a minute, I'm going to talk to you about like the different ways that you can get reviews from people. So like if you're after that constructive criticism, but you don't necessarily want that showing up on a sort of a public space, there are ways that we can do that. And I'll talk to you about that in just a moment. Another really important reason you want to have lots of reviews especially if you are a business or a service who works you know perhaps like geographically it's face to face you're within a particular area so think like seo and things like that so you know if i was looking for an electrician for example i would type in electricians in the name of the town that i live in and then i would probably just scroll through google first of all looking at all the different businesses and honestly one of the one things i'm going to be looking at the most isn't the names of the businesses that's not necessarily going to mean very much to me but I'll be looking at how many reviews they have and how many of them are sort of five stars or you know how many they've collected over time so the more reviews that you get this is the same on social media like for example your Facebook page the more that your page is going to be sort of bumped up to the top of the list in the algorithms because ultimately like Facebook Google all these you know sort of different platforms they want to give their users a great experience so if Google thinks that your search service is the best in the area like based on all this interaction that you've had and all these reviews you've had then it's going to push you to the top of the list because it wants other new potential customers coming in to also find you have a great experience and therefore think I'm really glad that I googled that you know this is the search engine that I need to come back to so these things all work in tandem with each other and finally as well once you get the ball rolling with reviews it encourages more people to leave them so A lot of us don't like being, you know, the first person to do something, the first person to put our name forward. So if you can get just a handful of your customers to start leaving reviews, it then also as well within your business creates this culture for your customers as well to encourage them and say, you know, you can say to them, look, everybody I work with, I always ask them to leave me reviews. Here's some examples of all the other people I've worked with in their reviews. Would you mind contributing as well? And again, it's that kind of mentality, isn't it? Like we like to do similar things to what everybody else is doing. And it makes us feel a lot more comfortable if we know, like, for example, our review is going to be part of lots of others. So those are the main reasons why reviews are going to be really helpful, both in terms of like your visibility or credibility and getting feedback as well. As I was saying in terms of reviews, like it doesn't matter what type of business you are, like it's going to be really important for you. So like I was saying, you know, with my example of the electrician, like if you're a local service based company, then reviews are probably going to be one of the first things that people look at in those search engines. If you're maybe like an online service and you're providing, like I say, anything that's yeah, like service based, then it's going to be client testimonials. So we might not necessarily have like big you know footprints on on like google searches and things like that to start with but client testimonials is really what people are going to be looking for like on our websites and in our social media posts and just sort of scattered around everywhere and of course if you're a business that creates products then again reviews are a massive part of this like 
think about your own buying habits. When you go on to Amazon, as an example, one of the first things you're going to do, because you, know, you type in the product that you want, and there are hundreds, if not thousands of you know different options probably out there for you, depending on what it is. And one of the first things we do is we look at the reviews, don't we? We look at like how many people have potentially bought it in the past and what people are saying about it. And again, the higher the price of the item, probably the more likely we are to scroll down to the reviews to see if these things work. And also as well, if there's loads of choice out there and you don't know what to pick, again, you're going to go look at the reviews and see which one's the best. So whichever sector you're working in, you know, however your business is set up, reviews are going to be really important for you. So let's talk about like the different types of reviews that you can get from people because it isn't just, you know, the Google review or the Facebook review. There are lots of different things we can do. The more traditional form is of course asking people, you know, to leave your review on Google. So I keep referring to Google here. If you haven't already, go on to Google and get it set up with like a, a business suite account. I think it's called, I'll double check my wording on that one. But yes, so you register yourself as a business on Google and that means people can come and leave you reviews. Other ones, if you've got a Facebook page, that's another easy, obvious place to send people to and they can leave, like they can recommend you or leave reviews. I'm not going to lie, over the past few years, Facebook has made it, I feel quite difficult to leave reviews on pages. So what I did for some of my customers is I actually screenshot or recorded like a little video of what to click on and how to leave the review because this is another thing if it's difficult for people to do it if there's barriers in the way they're 10 times more likely not to actually do it for you so we want to kind of make the whole process as easy as possible for people so highly recommend doing that and then of course other like professional platforms like for example LinkedIn you can have endorsements on there for certain skills you people can leave you recommendations so these are kind of three easy places to have them and also as well they'll stay there on the page so anyone that comes to visit your LinkedIn page or Facebook page or your Google profile, they're going to see those reviews straight away. As opposed to like if somebody just comments on a post or, you know, comments on your wall or whatever the, the sort of platform might be, those are going to sort of slowly disappear, you know, down the river of social media at some point. So we want to have it sort of static. That leads me on to my next type of reviews. So if you do get people who maybe leave like a really lovely comment on something that you've that you've posted or you've talked about and you read that comment and you think, oh, why can't they write that as a review? Like, that's amazing. That's exactly what I want to have out there. There's nothing wrong with taking a screenshot of that comment. Now, for me personally, and, and this also applies to like maybe like an email or a message that somebody sent you. But what I always recommend is don't then just screenshot it and just start sharing it everywhere with all those people's sort of personal details, because that could potentially rub people up the wrong way a little bit. <laughs> it's a hard one. I think, you know, emails are a lot more personal. Public comments, like at the end of the day, it's out there in the public space. But I still think it's good sort of customer service just to reach out to people and say, you know, like, thank you so much for your comment or your feedback back like it means the world to me would you mind if I took a screenshot of it and shared it and then give them the option if you like I'll you know cross out your name and your profile picture so it looks a bit more anonymous like I have never had a customer come back to me and say no I don't want you to do that or no that's not okay some people do want the anonymity they will say oh no please just cross out my name I had this a lot when I did tutoring as well like there were lots of families I worked with who they didn't want everybody to know that they were sort of getting tutoring and things like that and that's a whole other kettle of fish to talk about but you know you, you you're going to have that some clients are going to be you know shouting your name from the rooftops they want everyone to know that that they're working with you and then you're going to have other people who yeah 
it's a bit more of a quiet personal service that they want to receive. But again, that doesn't mean they can't leave reviews because you can cross out their name and sort of, you know, edit out any sort of personal details from it. Another really great way as well to get feedback and to get reviews is through Google Forms. So I use these all the time. And earlier when I talked about like the benefits of reviews and how you can get feedback from it, then Google Forms is a great way to do this. So I will, for example, it depends on sort of the, the service and what we're doing, but I'll have a simple Google Form that will maybe take a couple of minutes for people to fill in. It'll ask them questions, you know, things like, why did you decide to work with me? What have we achieved working together? But there will also always be a box saying, is there anything you would have liked to have been done differently? Or, you know, to be honest, I don't tend to ask that question at the end of us working together because, you know, by then kind of the horse is bolted. There's not too much I can do about it. So I often send out these review forms maybe like halfway through our sort of contract of working together. And I'll say, you know, is there anything else that you would like? Is there anything that you'd like, you know, to add as suggestions or changes? And that feedback right there is like, it is the most powerful kind of data and information that you can collect in your business to help it sort of grow and develop. Over in my tutoring world, we created a a membership. And the one thing that we emphasized every single month to our members was give us feedback. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Like we really emphasized to them that we we are creating this for you. You are our customers. Like we're not going to sit here and assume exactly what you want. And it was amazing. Like people would send us huge emails of suggestions. Like we, we even had some people coming forward and offering to do the work for us to help us <laughs> which we didn't take them up off because you know that felt a bit um exploitative <laughs> people working for us for free but it was it was amazing how sort of open people were and don't get me wrong when we first started people didn't really come forward very much because I think sometimes you think in these situations as a customer like well I'm going to give all these you know suggestions and feedback are they actually going to listen to me but the beauty of being a really small business that's like growing and developing is that you can implement these things so every month we would collect a bit of feedback and then we would really make a point of going back to our audience and saying right I've listened to what you've said you know we hear your suggestions here are all the things we've implemented here are all the things we've done that you asked us to do let's go with it and see what happens and that built up this culture of people then becoming more and more open like I say the email started off with maybe one or two sentences of suggestions and within a few months it was paragraphs of suggestions because like your your audience will begin to trust you and they'll see that you're listening to what they're saying and they'll see that they want you know that you want to really help them and this massively helps you with brand loyalty as well and you know like I say some of that feedback was constructive people were sometimes saying actually we don't like this this doesn't work and you know that's not the kind of feedback that we necessarily wanted posted all over social media so how Having things like Google Forms or doing it via email gave us that kind of privacy to have these conversations with our customers as well. And then at the end of any sort of forms that we asked them as well, there'd maybe be a tick box saying, you know, are you happy for us to share your comments on here? Like, and then be options like, yes, share with my name. Yes, share anonymously or no, please keep this private. Things like that. And especially if you're working with kids. So when we used to do uh, sort of like summer classes or group classes, things like that, I would again, always ask my kids to fill in a little Google form with me and at the bottom there would be a box saying something like you know if one of your friends asked you about joining this group what would you say to them and that right there those comments their genuine feedback 
that was the best kind of voice that we could put out there to our customers and show, you know, these are the people we work with. This is how much they love what we're doing and go from there. I will caveat this by saying, though, it always used to make me laugh because we would do like a a week's worth of English and we'd be learning all these skills and all these, you know, they'd be showing off and demonstrating all this amazing stuff. And then at the end of the week, you'd ask them to write this uh, little feedback form. You know, they'd be writing at 100 mile an hour. They wouldn't spell check it. There'd be so many, you know, I don't know, not capitalizing letters and all sorts of different things. And um, we would always laugh about it because we think, oh, you know, their feedback is so lovely and so sweet. But then we're trying to promote an English service here. There's just so many spelling errors in it. (laughs) It was always the greatest irony of these things. (laughs) But listen, you know, they were young kids. So it was very sweet just just for us, for our own personal kind of reviews and things. It was lovely to see that sort of feedback. And that's another thing, right, as well, that it makes you feel really good about the business and all this hard work that you're definitely putting in behind the scenes. Like hearing that appreciation from people, like it doesn't have to necessarily be something that you're shouting from the rooftops and sharing to the world. It could just be something for your own personal collection and, you know, to help you with that motivation and encourage you to keep going with things. One thing I would say as well, though, I mean, I've given you lots of different suggestions here of how you can collect feedback. But again, to kind of caveat this, I would say like, don't give people too many options. Like if you sort of sent them an email saying, you know, can you leave me a review? You can go to Google or you could click on Facebook or you could go to LinkedIn or you could reply to this email or why not go comment on my post? The more choice that we give people, the more overwhelmed they are and actually the less likely they are to take action. So I was talking about this last week in the in the marketing workshops that I was running with some of my clients and I was saying about how, you know, you want to have like really simple calls to action for people, like just give them one instruction, tell them to do one thing. So, you know, click here, to go leave the review. And as I say, of course, leave them that option of anonymity if they want to. But yeah, make it simple for your audience. Some tips for you quickly on how to get reviews. So let's say you're listening to this and maybe you're brand new to your business and you haven't actually worked with any clients yet. You know, you just started getting, you know, just getting started. So that doesn't mean that you can't still get some type of review. So you could potentially ask people that you know for character references, maybe like people you've previously worked with before maybe you know if you're in an industry for example I know lots of people listening to this are in the tutoring business and tutoring world so you know do you have friends you might have kids maybe you've helped them out like just look around you I bet there's so many people who would like happily come forward and give you character references like friends and family just to kind of again like I said in the beginning get that ball rolling get those first initial reviews out there and then that'll encourage other people who you start to work with to come forward as well also as well reach out to past clients so you know if there's people that you worked with and potentially you know you haven't spoken to them for a while and you didn't get a review from them back then and you're sort of kicking yourself thinking you know god we worked so well together we achieved such great things like why didn't I get a review like don't be afraid to reach out to them and just check in and say to them you know wanted to see how you're doing how you're getting on but also you know be transparent don't sort of uh, you know suddenly throw it in at the last minute so you know I would say something like you know wanted to see how you're getting on talk a little bit about sort of context stuff between us and what we've done and maybe like where where I think they are right now and then say to them you know I just wanted to also quickly ask you a favor and say that I'm you know building my business at the moment and I'm starting to work with some new people and they would really love to see reviews of previous people I've worked with and helped and you know say like we achieved x and it was so great and I loved our time together and I'd really appreciate it 
you know do you have five minutes to just quickly go leave me a review somewhere and then I wouldn't put the link in there or anything like that I would just wait for their reply for them to say like yes that they're happy to do it and then I'd send it over another example as well is also asking your current clients for reviews so you don't have to have finished working with them you can ask for more than one review from people so I've done this as well so I've asked people sort of halfway through working together you know how are you for example I would maybe say like the the halfway point review is more of a review on like what am I like as a person to work with um you know how are you finding the program so far what benefits have you got from it what are you excited for in the future so that would be our halfway point and then at the end if we sort of have an end point of working together that's when the review would be much more around like results so that I would be asking them to leave a review on like you know what did you achieve overall like why do you think you achieved it what was great about the program you know what helped you to achieve these goals so you see they can be sort of slightly different and again that's also great having that variety because when it comes to like social proof and your audience and what people are looking for you know everybody everybody in their sort of mindset is at slightly different stages so I like personally for my coaching business wouldn't want to just have loads of reviews from people who are talking about all these like well obviously I do want this <laughs> but I, I'm going to explain why hear me out here so I do want reviews of people talking about all the amazing things that they've achieved but I also know that some of my audience like before they come and work with me they might be grappling a little bit with that imposter syndrome and feeling like you know well I'm not going to be able to achieve that like that seems way out of my remit at the moment maybe the kind of clients that work with Helen like they're all they're all achieving x and that's that's maybe not something that I want or not something that I think I can achieve so perhaps this isn't right for me at the moment whereas another group of my customers might be like actually that's exactly what I want those are the results I want okay I'm going to book in a call with Helen let's talk about how we can work together so having those earlier reviews more about what it's like to work with me what it's like as things are sort of gradually building up in people's businesses that's going to help the people who are sort of sitting on the fence and maybe feeling a little bit unsure about things not sure about the potential of what they want with their businesses so do you see having reviews at different points means that you can kind of also attract your audience who might be at different stages as well another uh, tip for how to get reviews is um, my favorite thing i love to talk about automations so having automations in place in your business to request reviews from people after a certain period of time so this also really works well if let's say you're selling like products so especially or you've got like large volumes of things going out with sales so you're not necessarily going to be able to sit there and manually contact every single person who's purchased a product from you so you want to have automations in place that say you know after a couple of weeks it might be like a check-in email to say like I just wanted to you know touch base and see how you're getting on with X, you know, how are you finding it so far? Do you have any questions? Um, and then you could have one for another few weeks later saying, you know, you've had this product now for a month. Thank you so much for buying it, et cetera, et cetera. Would you be happy to leave a review? And then, you know, there'd be sort of a lot, lot more copy that can go into this. But essentially, this is all running on autopilot for you in the background. And my final sort of fifth piece of advice when it comes to reviews is you're probably going to need to chase people, if I'm honest, because how guilty can we be of this? I know I'm guilty of this. You know, people have asked me to leave reviews. And I'm like, yes, yes, I definitely will. Like, I love this. Like, for example, we went away recently on holiday and we did this um, food tour and it was great and it was amazing. And I said, I said to them yes you know I'm definitely going to leave a review like you know your business is just starting up again they're explaining to us you know how they'd obviously had to shut down because of COVID and it's taken a while to get things back on its feet again so obviously I really wanted to support this business and I wanted to you know tell the world if you're going to this city definitely go do this food tour but I forgot and it wasn't 
you know, for any sort of bad reasons. It wasn't because I didn't want to leave the review. It's just because I was so busy. And of course, I got on a plane and I came home and it was Christmas and life happened. And before I know it, it's like January. But the great thing was that they sent me a nice message. They just gave me a little nudge. And that was enough for me to be, you know, feel guilty and be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot. (laughs) And I jumped on and I left the review straight away. So I didn't mind being chased because I wanted to help them. And you'll find that a lot of your customers are the same. Like they're really busy, but they want to support you. So again, you just need to maybe give people a little nudge sometimes. Think about times of day. Like when I nudge people, it's not going to be at like eight o'clock in the morning when I know they're potentially just getting up ready for the day. They're going on the school run. Like that's the time of day when you look at your message think yes 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 I'll do that put your phone down and then off you go and disappear for the rest of the day but maybe seven or eight o'clock at night and you're sat on the sofa not doing anything that's when you're maybe going to have more time to sit and do reviews or maybe lunchtime when it's the lunchtime lull and you know everyone's you know had their lunch and feeling a little bit sleepy maybe not the most productive time of the day so okay that's a great time to ask people as well if they've just got a spare five ten minutes to do it for you so don't be afraid to chase people now once you've got all of these reviews what do you do with them first thing is if you have a website scatter them all over the website so don't just have like on your main front page like a couple of reviews here and there make sure that like all the different pages of your website has different reviews that kind of maybe link to the theme of that page so that when your potential customers are looking at your website they're consistently seeing this really positive message this like social proof from all these different people you've worked with also as well if you're say in the early stages and you've only got a couple of reviews but some of those reviews are really big and lengthy which is great you know and you've got lots of feedback again don't be afraid like across your website to maybe split those reviews up so you know if you've got your about page you could maybe take part of the review that talks about your character and you know like your energy and how great you were to work with but then on your services page you're going to take a part of the review that talks about like maybe the program that you're offering and how effective it was so you can split these things things up also as well talk about them all over social media so don't just let the review be placed always reply to reviews as well and sort of yeah be visible that you're applying and sort of thanking people and things like that but don't just then expect that oh well someone's left me a Facebook review or LinkedIn recommendation or whatever or a Google review and just expect that your audience are going to see this like make sure that you share it make sure as well that you like tell the story around it so rather than just saying look at this great review I just received like put a little bit more behind that like give your audience context and say you know this is so and so I started working with them to help them achieve this we've worked together for x amount of time like look at this amazing review look what they've achieved something like that so you're you're showing your audience again that kind of relatability like we want your audience to read these reviews and not just think oh well good for that person but actually see themselves in it and think actually that could be me like that's the help that I need and also as well don't be afraid to use these reviews more than once. Like again, with with the ever flowing river of social media, like it moves so quickly and we forget so quickly as well, like all the things we've seen. Like I was definitely on my phone probably 15 minutes before recording this podcast. Can I remember what I saw on there? Maybe one LinkedIn post stands out in my mind that I was just reading. But, you know, the rest of the 10 minutes, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was that I saw and looked at. So this is the point that, you know, you can keep reusing things and keep sort of putting that same message out there for people because it's going to be really powerful for you. Okay, so hopefully this episode has been really helpful for you. I, conscious of the time here, try and keep episodes to around sort of half an hour because I know you guys are often on the go with these things. Um, I do have a whole other bit that I want to talk to you about 
sort of the mindset around reviews and the one star review and everything else. But do you know what? I'm going to save that for next week's episode and go from there and maybe talk a little bit about it on my social media this week. So I hope that you have found this week's episode really helpful. And I would really encourage you today, if you're sat here sort of thinking, you know, goodness, I really need to like get some more reviews. I really need to get in touch with people. Then do it today. Just sit down for 10 minutes, reach out, send an email and yeah, ask for that feedback. Ask for those reviews from people. And my request to you from today as well is also going to be asking you guys for reviews. So I'm sort of a little bit useless with this. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't ask enough, which is partly why I'm doing this episode today. But if you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you could quickly scroll to the bottom and just leave me a star review but actually the ones that I love the most are the comments because I love to see like what it is that you enjoy about the podcast what you get from it and you know what if you have any constructive feedback if there's anything that you want me to include in these episodes then you can leave it in the comments or you can always send me a direct message as well so you can find me on Instagram at at love Mondays club and if you're not on Apple then another great way to share the podcast or just let me know that you're listening. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your stories and tag me or go back and take a screenshot of one of your favourite episodes and tag that because that's also a really great way to help support the podcast, help get the message out there about it. And yeah, you know, I get so many messages from people saying like, I listened to your podcast or I like binged all of the episodes um, and it, it blows my mind. You know, I see the stats like, honestly, week after week, I'm having like my highest download days. Like it just keeps happening. Um, And it's amazing. And I appreciate all of you guys for listening to this. But I also want to know who you are. I don't want to see just a number on the page. You know, I'd love to know who's actually out there listening to this. And I know now that it's not just my dad and my boyfriend and my best friends. (laughs) There's no way they can download the episode as many times as it is. (laughs) So yeah, I really appreciate your support, guys let me know tag me once you've left the review because i also don't get notifications for it and yeah i look forward to seeing also all of you guys going out there and getting those reviews and shouting to the world about how wonderful you are in your businesses and how much you help people okay have a great week and i look forward to chatting to you in next week's episode thank you for listening to another episode of the love mondays club podcast don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends for more information and support from today's episode head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.com co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.